I remember the time I didn't think I was going to make it. You came along when I needed some love, you gave it. When I didn't know what to do, you seemed me through. I was alone with no one to call on you. Took me in your arms. Oh, Lord, you are so awesome. So awesome. Lord, you are so What's up, everybody? This is your girl, the priestess, never your mistress, Shani Taylor. Honey, here's another episode of Conversations with the Priestess. So get your libations and get your ancestors and sit down and have a conversation with your girl. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Conversations with the Priestess. This is an impromptu episode, but the song that I sang in the beginning is Awesome by Twinkie Clark. Dr. Elbernita Twinkie Clark. I have to say her whole name because she is one of the most prolific songwriters in genres, across genres. She's lasted over 50 years and I thank God for her career and everything. And this episode, I want to dedicate this to the memory of my grandmother. It's been two years since she passed away. And I am thankful for the lessons and things that she's taught me. I'm thankful and I'm grateful for the example of womanhood that she has, that that she's left in my life, the lessons that she taught me. Um, Even though, you know, I wasn't born a woman and I later transitioned, I still thank her for just showing me unconditional love even when I came out as queer, as gay. And then her finding out I was transgender in an argument, but she never judged me. Um, However, she didn't get to see me at that pivotal point because she went on to be an ancestor. But I thank God that one thing is that my grandmother defended me when Ever people would disrespect me, call me, call me homophobic things. She would defend me and fight for me with all she had. And she said, you don't have to be what they call you. And then when it was confirmed, she said, okay. She said, I don't mind you living you. Live your life. And I thank God for her. Um, and she is the reason, as I said before, a couple of years ago when she passed, she is the reason why I am in music. And during this critical time, And I'm going to get a little bit spiritual here. When I grew up, I remember growing up. And I'm about to get teary-eyed. I remember growing up as a kid. And when we went to my grandmother's house, you had to go to church. If you didn't, you had to find somewhere to go. 
And I remember getting up Sunday mornings, my cousins and I, we would go to church with her and she had us working because she instilled in us a joy of doing church work, doing ministry. And this is, of course, before life happened and our spiritual journeys changed. Um, I remember my cousin, him reading the responsive reading, one cousin ushering, I'm in the choir with her or either I'm a junior usher or I'm sitting with the kids or um, once I started singing in the in the youth choir that established, I was singing in the youth choir and I w- would eventually give church announcements, read the um, read the responsive reading that they would do. This is what they called it in the Baptist church at the time. That would be the call and response reading that they did. Not only that, but later on, um, I would do praise and worship. But back then in the 90s in the rural South, they didn't call it praise and worship. They called it devotional service. And it later on within the um, late 90s, early 2000s, you saw that formula change of how they did service in the beginning. And it's still a time of devotion. And I remember the many Think many times where I would sing and my grandmother just enjoyed it. And it will be Sundays when there will be a mighty move in church. And, and that always stuck with me. Even when I started playing piano in church in Oregon, um, mm, my first piano recital, I remember this very well. My aunt and my grandma, my aunts and uncles and my cousins, they all came. And... I will never forget Miss Margaret Mins, my piano teacher. God, God bless her, and and God, just I I, I love that woman to life. She taught me how to play piano, and and that's one reason why I'm in music. She taught me so well. Um, I will never forget this. My first piano recital. I played Ducktales, and Beverly Hills Cop theme song at my piano recital, and. Everybody loved it because it was things that were familiar. That's how they did the kids. And when I got older, they heard more of the classical pieces. But I will never forget that night. I had on a gray suit with a corsage and a white shirt. And I remember my grandmother saying how proud she was of me and how she couldn't wait for me to grow in my craft. And my grandmother, my aunts and uncles, they made sure that I had that gift of music, that I never stayed away from that, that I had access to the lessons. And that was one thing about my grandmother. She would make sure that that I was able to do what I loved. And it would hurt her when the church would often play politics with different families and the children got caught, caught in the crossfire. And even through the things that I've been through in the church in recent months, being told that I couldn't serve because I'm trans and other things that I've experienced, I remember how my grandmother would fight for me and how she would stick up for me. And she taught me how to use my voice. She taught me how to use my voice. And through all of this, her spirit has been with me It has guided me. It has given me strength in this place that I've been in. And y'all, I really miss my grandma. I really miss my grandmother. And it hit me hard over the last couple of months because I just wanted to hear her voice and talk to her. And 
April 1st, 2022 happened. And I celebrated her with joy. But then a few days later, some things transpired that I'm not going to get into um, concerning some things um, that belonged to her um, and some property damage that occurred um, by force of nature. And it hit my family real hard. Um, it was a storage unit um, that uh, was destroyed by one of the elements. And my mind went to all of the antiques she has. And my mind went to my childhood in her room and how she introduced me to music by allowing me to watch different gospel music videos. And I'm in my grandmother's house. She didn't play derogatory music. She kept up with some of the Motown stuff and, and she and I bonded over music and my love for God, that innocent childlike love, that childlike, you know, that, that love you have for God to where, you know, you loved him. You, you didn't understand everything about spirituality or religion and you knew that you were kept. And that's one thing I love about my grandmother. She would remind me that I'm loved and I'm cared about, but also she taught me so much about God. And excuse me, when I got older, she told me, you have to find God for yourself, baby. And I'm in that place. And just just seeing how my grandmother treated everyone that came in her path, you could have crossed her in the worst way. But if you needed something, she wouldn't mind helping you. Or either she would let somebody know you needed help. If y'all had fallen out, she said, baby, I'm going to call somebody. They, can I give them your number? That was the type of woman my grandmother is. And I realized that I have so much of her spirit, her DNA inside of me till it isn't funny. And, oh my goodness, just, I was, I look at her pictures on a daily basis and cause I don't want to, I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget what she looked like. I don't want to forget anything about her. Um, I would, if she was here now, I I, I don't know what she would say. I really don't. But I knew that she wouldn't judge me. She would walk right with me. And it's so much that I learned from her that I put into practice as a woman. Certain lessons she taught me about being a lady. Certain things she taught me not to let anybody run over you. And I stand by that to this day. Like I said, my grandmother is my heart. And the fact that my music career is in a better place. I thank God for the tenacity she gave me not to give up. Um, because there was at one point I did give up on music. But my grandmother, she was a praying woman. Everybody say, I had a praying grandmama. I had a praying grandmother. And she instilled that, that function of prayer in me, that meditation in me. And I'm so grateful for what she has taught me. Um, even now, I remember a lot of the songs that she taught me. I will never forget <laughs> growing up. She had the song that she would play by the daughters of Zion. And it said, help ooh, is on 
along the way. Oh, hell is on the way. So I remember her playing this and she would play this with me. I was like, Grandma, this would be after price. This would be after the soap operas went off and before she would cook dinner. That was her get in touch with God time. So when I came along, she was like, well, baby, we ain't, the TV ain't on. What you want to do? I said, Grandma, can we listen to some of your records? And it was a joy for her to pull out the vinyl records. You had the ones that were big, the small ones. You had the big ones. Um, you had the 45 and the other speed. And I remember her teaching me how to work her vintage Matter of fact, she's it's still in her house to this day, this record player, and it still works. I remember when she got the needle in it replaced, and I would play albums and records on her all the time. Well, we went to a flea market when I was probably about seven or eight, and she bought me this, this vintage portable record player. I played that thing. She would let me play her albums and, and, and listen to them and learn, and one of my favorite ones were by the late Maddie Johnson and the Stars of Faith. And they had the song called Be Ready on it. And on this album, this is a group based out of Washington, D.C. And boom, I'm living in Washington, D.C. now. And they had the song that they would sing in church that said, I am on my way. New Jerusalem. Ooh, oh. Where the sun shall never go down. And I fell in love with that song. And later on in high school, when I was a minister of music, a music director, I taught this to the choir and I told my grandma about it. And she got to hear it that Sunday. And she looked at me like, baby, you remember that song from all those years ago? I said, yes, ma'am. And that song at the time, well, it's older than I am. It's got me about three or four years. But um, at this particular arrangement and just to be able to reconnect with her, I started playing some of those old songs coming home one night from a friend's house um, and I began to cry and I had a moment to where I just cried out in anguish and prayer and I called my dad and I didn't know if he was busy or what he was off from work. And I called him and I talked to him. I said, I need my dad right now. And my dad and I, I poured my heart out to my dad over the experience that I've gone through over the last seven to eight months. And as my dad and I talked, I poured out my heart to him for the first time in years. And it was at that point that my dad and I had reconciled. And while my dad and I was talking, I could just feel my grandmother's presence and I can see her smiling. And I, I, I remember her telling me as a child while I'm having this conversation with my dad and I'm like, wow, daddy, grandmother prayed for this moment and look how it happened. He said, yep. And she sees all of it. And I went to boohooing on the phone and my grandmother, I remember so many things that she taught me, and that's why I'm glad, I'm thankful for her being in my life. Um, and it's because of her prayers, and not only that, but because of the wisdom 
and the lessons and the morals she taught me, my dad and I were able to reconcile. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, because if it had not been for my grandmother having my father, you know, I wouldn't be here. And of course, I'm meeting my mother, but I'm just... I'm just grateful for everything that has transpired in the last two years since she's been gone. And I didn't want to let the month go out and I not talk about my grandmother. It's so much I can say about my grandmother. I remember my grandmother being on the hospitality committee, on the various committees in the church, the sympathy club. Um, later on, she was on the mother's board. They would call her Mother Hazel, Mother Suba. But I remember growing up, my grandmother was part of the kitchen committee and she would be on several other committees in church and my grandmother didn't play. And I took after her, believe it or not. I took after her and then, boom, I was um, ordained um, and licensed as a minister and elder in the Lord's church. And I even pastored at one time. And through all of these experiences, my grandmother supported me. My grandmother saw the work that I did in the church and she never got to hear me preach she saw some clips and she was proud but she was concerned she said are you sure that you can handle this you being you being gay i said grandma i got this she said i don't care what people believe but is your relationship right with god i say yes ma'am i say hen i've reconciled she said as long as you have that understanding with god but she also told me to be careful on that journey, even as a musician, she said, whatever you do, protect your gift. Don't let everybody have access to you. Learn how to say no. My aunt taught me that. And my grandmother taught me that. And now because I've lived experiences, I'm thankful for what she's taught me. And she knew that I would come to a point to where there would be a turning point in my spirituality. Because I know she went through it. I witnessed it as a kid. And... I'm just so grateful. And I remember as a child, my grandmother would hum. And as the old folks say, they would moan and groan as the church would say. And my grandmother would hum a hymn and she would get real quiet. That's how I knew she was praying. When she would clean, she would hum and and she would talk to the Lord. And I would see her reading the word and, and I would hear her in the kitchen cooking and she's humming and praying and and those are things that I remember I remember this but one thing I remember is her taking care of me when I had chicken pox really bad um because my guardians were working at the time I stayed in my grandmother's house as I recoup and once I got better she was still take care of me she would give me my medicine she would bathe me uh, she would do the little sponge baths because at that time you could well with chicken pox you couldn't take a full bath because of the fever but you could give a slight sponge bath you had to do what you could this is when after the healing process i don't remember much about it but i remember when i was sick my grandmother would would pray and she would lay hands on me and she would make sure i had my medicine because as a child, I grew up, um, I would get sick a lot. I got very, I got sick a lot and my body would be attacked. And throughout my teenage years, I would have various illnesses. I would, I had a stint with rosacea and my grandmother prayed and, and she asked me, was I okay? And, 
and then when I had issues with migraines and and then she saw my condition with my mental health um, arising and she would always tell me to stay prayed up. She would always make sure I'm going to church, make sure I've eaten. And she would call me in the kitchen a lot of times and teach me how to cook. And I'm just so grateful to have had her in my life. And I'm thankful that she's still right here in my heart. And I'm not crying tears of sadness. I'm crying tears of joy because I'm happy. I'm happy that my grandmother lived a great life. And I remember when President Barack Obama got elected on the first time I, I came home to vote because uh, I was still in college at the time and I didn't stay on campus. I didn't want to do absentee voting because this was such a historical occasion. I wanted to be with my family. I wanted to be celebrate with my people because this was monumental. And I called her the night he won. I said, Grandma, how does it feel to see a black president in your lifetime? And uh, she, she couldn't put it into words. She said, I'm happy. I'm excited. And she said, but I pray that God protects him and keeps him because the racism at this point and at this time was outrageous and it, it was reminiscent of the things my grandmother told me um but oh but it thank god some of the things that she saw and that my family saw thank god we didn't get to see like that but still there's modern day stuff happening and even with all of the things that happened during his term my grandmother was very vocal even when I went out and protested in the street she was like baby be careful but continue to fight and just seeing her be able to see a black president in her lifetime that meant so much to her and <clears throat> thankfully you know she didn't have to deal with Trump anymore <laughs> But thankfully, you know, seeing that I stand on her shoulders and seeing the things that she's done in the community, hearing how she was a business owner at one point, hearing how she ran a household and raised 11 kids and how even in her community, she fought for women. And I thank God for her life and her legacy that lives on through me and my cousins, my aunts and uncles. And people whose lives that she's touched. I'm just so grateful to be Hazel Inez Super's grandchild. So proud to be her grandchild. And I'm going to say this. Long live the queen. Long live my grandma. Thank you all for listening to this episode. I love y'all. You're beautiful. You're beautiful.